Twitter adopts proactive approach to abusive content, Facebook working on voice assistant technology, and Amazon launches free ad-supported streaming music service. It's Monday, April 22nd, 2019. All that is coming up along the week's news quick hits on episode 360 of Brave Ad World. New consumers, new media, new strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 360 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories are. Might be to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wickert, and we have a handful of stories to get through this week. So let's kick things off and talk about the battle against abusive content that is a regular story on this podcast anymore because there's so much happening in that space. And this time I'm talking about Twitter. So Twitter is getting more proactive in curbing the number of abusive tweets on its platform. One new test that's underway is a mute button. So users can enable the feature to hide offensive replies to their original tweets. Twitter also announced it is now removing abusive tweets proactively. So this is a shift because up until last year, only tweets that were reported were evaluated and removed. But now Twitter actually says it's identifying 38% of abusive tweets and removing them proactively. Twitter also noted that the number of accounts that suspended that were created by users who were previously suspended is up 45% year over year. Uh, so Twitter's Bullying and harassment problem has been well-known and very well-documented for quite some time. So all these efforts, uh, they're, they're a long time coming. But now, for reasons ranging from moral necessity to advertisers growing wary of placing their messages in the same environment as offensive content, Twitter appears to actually be taking some offensive content on its platform with a higher degree of seriousness and proactivity than it has been in the past. So good on you, Twitter. Keep it up. All right, let's jump to our next story and talk about Facebook and voice assistant technology. So Facebook has an in-home smart speaker portal, but portal doesn't come with uh, a digital assistant technology like a Alexa, uh, Google Assistant, or even Siri. Uh, instead, it relies on Alexa technology to function, but but that may not be true for long. According to CNBC, Facebook is working on voice assistant technology of its own, and this isn't the first time Facebook's tried its hand in this arena. So it launched M, a messaging assistant within Messenger some time ago, but it has since shut M down. That being said, it's likely Facebook learned quite a bit from that effort that could just be infused into whatever voice assistant technology it's working on right now. So it's easy to see why Facebook would want to have voice tech of its own. After all, it's a data company and and trends in consumer behavior and consumer electronics point to voice playing a pretty big role in the future if it isn't already. What's not easy to see, though, is why consumers would embrace such tech. There, there's already growing skepticism of Amazon and Google voice tech in homes. They are always listening, not always recording per se. And Facebook has done little in the past year and a half to suggest that they should vest their trust with it. So 
But Facebook, you know, they're not one to shy away from less than ideal consumer sentiment in the products that they that they launch. So this is going to be one to watch. And speaking of things to watch, let's talk about Amazon because Amazon, they just launched a free ad-supported streaming music service for uh, Echo and Alexa device owners. The service will work on any voice service with Amazon's voice technology built in. Up until this point, Amazon's music streaming service was limited to Prime subscribers who had the option to upgrade for an additional fee. So this is the first service from Amazon that requires no Prime subscription. The service features general interest players, playlists similar to Pandora and Spotify's free tier. So nothing super novel here, but it is coming from Amazon. And that's a pretty big deal is the streaming wars are heating up in the music arena. Apple Music, they just surpassed Spotify in terms of paid U.S. subscriber numbers. And right now, Spotify and Pandora, they've been the only free ad-supported streaming options available. Amazon entering the market with a service of its own, it could be a pretty big deal because, because when you think about how many people own devices powered by Amazon's voice technology, that's a pretty significant number. And that opens up opportunities for advertisers to better reach users who own those devices. And that may be one answer to what has been a much larger question around how Amazon was planning to monetize its deep base of device owners. This may be one way, advertising to them through a free streaming music service. All right, that is it for the week's main stories. So now I'm going to dive into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that didn't get discussed earlier. So Hulu has bought out AT&T's 9.5% stake in the company for $1.43 billion. So that move follows Disney's acquisition of of Fox, which gave it majority control over Hulu. So this buyout of AT&T's stake, it brings the total number of Hulu owners down to two, Disney and Comcast. So it remains to be seen how they're going to apportion AT&T's former stake that Hulu bought out. Disney has stated big plans for Hulu, including an international rollout and plans to acquire the rest of the company from Comcast. So I'm guessing Disney is going to really be going after that 9.5% stake that used to be AT&T's. Facebook Watch is completing its transition from being a place for exclusive high-quality content to a hub for all types of video content. Soon, Facebook Watch's show pages are going to transition over to broader video pages format. Uh, The move, it's part of a broader effort by Facebook to be less about high-quality professional content to being more of a hub for all types of video content. Uh, So it's shifting away from a Netflix approach, basically, and moving more toward one that you might find on YouTube. That being said, Facebook still plans to pay publishers to create content exclusive for the watch platform, which is a lot like what YouTube has done, relying a lot on amateur content while paying for a handful of professional content. Facebook Messenger got a dark mode toggle this week. Up until this point, dark mode was available, but it had to be activated by sending a crescent moon emoji in a conversation, so it was kind of an Easter egg. Now users have a much handier toggle that they can use to lower brightness while maintaining contrast, and that's going to be helpful in low light situations. Facebook is reversing an error uncovered this week. The error uploaded the email contacts of 1.5 million users without their permission as part of an email verification process. Now, Facebook says the contacts were not shared with anyone and it is deleting them. 
And this is just one of a growing list of privacy missteps and issues Facebook's faced in the last two years. This was a bad one. Instagram ran a test ran a test that removes like counts from user posts. The goal of the test is for users to focus on content, not the likes. Users who share the content are only able to see total likes. So no one, if you're scrolling through a feed, you won't be able to see how many likes a post has gotten. So that's just a test. This is among other tests Instagram is running to, quote, reduce pressure on Instagram, unquote, and it'd be in line with parent company Facebook statement, uh, stated commitment, at least, that it wants to make social networking healthier. Amazon and Google, they have reached a consensus to allow each other's respective video services to appear on the other's devices. So Amazon Prime Video, it's now going to be available on Chromecast and Android TVs, while YouTube is going to be available on Amazon Fire TV. This is kind of a thawing of a feud that that began back in 2015 when Amazon wouldn't sell Google's Home Assistant and then YouTube stopped being available on Amazon devices in 2017. I'm thinking Disney Plus may be a factor in this mea culpa. The two video services are likely looking to grow their user bases as new streaming services get established. And being available on Amazon devices or Google devices, that's certainly helpful. Pinterest, they went public this week with their price rising 28% in the first day of trading to hit $24.40 per share. That makes it more valuable than retail chains Macy's and Nordstrom, and the price placed Pinterest's value above its valuation of $12 billion. Pinterest went public the same day as Zoom, which also had a pretty good day. The opening days of both companies, they do show investors still have a really healthy appetite for tech companies, and that's even after Lyft's recent disappointing stock market debut. And lastly, in the process of investigating how the passwords of hundreds of millions of Facebook users were stored on internal services of plain text, Facebook uncovered the fact that millions of Instagram passwords had been stored that way as well. Now, Facebook said it was going to be notifying users who were impacted. Now, before I kind of jumped on Facebook for the uploading of contacts, this one, it's easy to pile on Facebook for yet another oversight, but this one's less egregious. This is how the investigation process should work. Facebook investigated an error, they uncovered the error, and they disclosed it. So, uh, I'll give this one to them a little bit. All right, that is it for episode 360 of Brave Ad World. Before I let you go, let me know what you think. Send questions, send comments. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like to Brave Ad World at gmail.com. And if you get a chance, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think and it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter at twigert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. You can also find my personal thoughts and insight on marketing at braveadworld.com. As always, thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.